0: up there. Blessed are you. It doesn't sit right, does it? You were just told of your mortality. You were just told of the dust that you're going to return to, the dust that you came from, the death and the brokenness that is now marked on your forehead. But blessed are you. still sounds funny, doesn't it? See, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount is this really, really uh, neat thing. You've got to picture Jesus sitting at uh, the lake in Galilee. He's on the north end of the lake. There's a bunch of lake behind him. There's a coastline to the west, a coastline to the east. That's my west and east. And everybody's up on this hillside overlooking the entire lake. So it's picturesque, it's beautiful. There's farming going down on one slope, there's a city that salts fish on another slope, there's a city up on a hill on another slope. There's all these beautiful settings all around this area. And as you go through the studies of this throughout the next few weeks, remember that. Remember that image, remember that picture of where that's happening. Because Jesus is pointing to things, Jesus is looking at things. Jesus is focusing people's attention on things around this lake. It's a natural PowerPoint. Those of you here on Sunday during Bible study heard me use that phrase, but that's what it is. It's a natural PowerPoint as he points and focuses their attention on things that are going on in real life. And as they stand in the dust, he's speaking to them. Now, he doesn't tell you what I told you as I was placing stuff on your forehead, as I was reminding you of sin and death and brokenness and calling you dust. He doesn't speak that to them, but he speaks other things to them. So that's why it sits odd in my ear when I say, Blessed are you, and I'm looking at all of these dark black crosses on your foreheads that are filled with ash, oil, oil. Because it doesn't look right to me when I say it either. But it wouldn't have sounded right to the Israelites hearing, Blessed are you, either. Because as they sat up on the hillside, these were not, for the most part, the prominent people. So when Jesus says, Blessed are you, immediately they would have said, No, we're not. The blessed ones live in the nice houses, the blessed ones are the ones run in the temple, the blessed ones are the ones that are healthy, Jesus blessed are we? That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right one bit because we know how God works. If you sin in their mind, if you sin, there's a consequence for it. And that sin brings disease. That sin brings blindness. If someone's blind from birth, their parents must have done something. The blessed ones, they got it easy. They got it nice. They've got the nice animals they've got the nice house they've got the nice clothing they've got the fine linens they've got they've got it going on so blessed are the poor in spirit the beggarly the dependent no sounds kind of familiar to our day a little bit too To be dependent, to be needy, to need somebody else's help, to need a community around you, to need other people to lift you up and hold you up, to be in our minds sometimes a burden upon others and blessed are you? Still sounds funny. We want to be independent. We want to be strong. We want to be able to take care of things on our own. We want to be able to do all these things on our own because in our minds, if that's how we're able to do things, then that's when we're in control of things. That's when we've got it all lined up. That's when we're blessed, right? But Jesus says, blessed are you who are poor in spirit. Blessed are you who are meek. Blessed are you who mourn. What? What? Blessed are you who mourn? I'm sure many of you have mourned, if not a person, a loss of some sort. Throughout life, at some point in time, whether you were 6 or 60 or somewhere in between all of that or older than that or younger than that, we lose things and we mourn them. Blessed are you when you mourn? Still, doesn't sound right. And then even gets beyond that and says, blessed are you who are poor in spirit, blessed are you who mourn, and blessed are you who seek after righteousness. I thought the righteous ones were the ones that were blessed. So none of it seems to sit and settle well as we sit with marks of death and ashes and dust on our foreheads and we hear Jesus' words of blessed blessed are you. We're not blessed because of those situations. It has nothing to do with being poor. It has nothing to do with being rich. It has nothing to do with being any of those situations. Those don't cause our blessedness, nor do we need to give up a bunch of stuff in order to become poor to say we're blessed. It's not it. So we're not blessed because of the marks of death we're not blessed because of the ashes we're not blessed because of any of that but we're blessed because of the one who came to walk in the midst of those ashes we're blessed because of jesus who took manhood into godhood so that he could take death upon him so we don't have to see it eternally blessed are the poor in spirit yeah because we're dependent on jesus Blessed are those who mourn because they will be comforted? Yeah, because Jesus will bring us into a relationship with him. Jesus will comfort in the end. And blessed are those who seek after righteousness sake? Yeah, because we see that we can't do it, that we are poor in spirit, that we are dependent, that we do seek after righteousness, but we know we can't attain it. And then we look at a God who sat in the middle of the dirt and the dust and mourned and cried and wept and said, I love you. And you seek after righteousness, just sit there for a little bit and let me come to you. Let me walk with you. Let me take your dust and your ashes and I'll mourn with you in the midst of them. So we're blessed in the middle of those situations, not because of being in the situation, but because Jesus is in the middle of the situation with us. And that's a beautiful Blessing. Absolutely beautiful promise. And so as we sit in this night with these marks on our foreheads and we think of the dust that we are and we think of the dust that we were created from and we think of the dust that we're going to return to be and then we think of Jesus who is going to stand in that dust once again and say, come here, my child. I want to walk with you again. And so the hands of the Creator that created people out of the dust to begin with are going to create people out of the dust again. So from dust you are into dust you shall return? Yeah. But it doesn't end there. Because you're blessed, you're a child of God. You're a child of the Creator who created the dust and created people out of the dust and will create people out of the dust again as He resurrects you from that dust to be alive, to not be dead, to not be dust, but to be perfected. So, blessed are you because your Creator loves you. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessings that you bestow upon your creation. Our sight sometimes is short and we see where we came from and we see where we're headed to and we get scared. But we also see that you have come to be with us and we trust in your promises and we trust in your love and we trust in the life that you give. So in the midst of our, our sin We ask for you to step in as you proclaim your forgiveness to us in the middle of our dustiness, and we look forward to the day that you pick us up to walk with us again. We thank you for the love that you show us and the forgiveness that you shower over us in our baptisms. We pray that you, you open up our minds and hearts to continually see our identity in you knowing that we're dust, but we're dust loved by the Savior. Amen.